Hi, this is Jody Howe. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast. Here's another bonus episode for you. For my friends that listen to me often know that I like to throw a bonus episode in once in a while just because I go to do my podcast and just God lays something on my heart like, no, I need you to get this message out today. It changes the dynamics a little, but it's a good thing because it gets me thinking, researching, and and of course, what I believe is pleasing to God. God tells us in Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of the power towards us who believe? When I became a believer, I didn't realize that the most important thing, other than the dire need to build a relationship with Jesus, was that I personally needed to practice prayer. It didn't need to be fancy and it didn't need to be Tresaurus based, but it needed to be real and it really needed to be frequent. Amazingly enough, this form of communication brought about this trail of wanting to know more of the Bible memorizing his promises and sharing how important faith is in my life. I found that the power of prayer is the catalyst to the power of hope and a real sustainable life. Not a perfect life and definitely not a pain-free life, but an abundant life in him. And this newfound wisdom has helped flex the prayer muscle in me so I can continuously heed my focus on him and possibly eliminate my worries, sometimes for the time being. Prayer can even be used for praise and worship to spite those fears. As a lot of you know, I sing on my church's worship team and those two to three minutes of song and praise, that's prayer. Look, by no means am I a prayer warrior. And I could call out a few people right now that are terrific prayer warriors. And I tend to count on them a lot for that. Yet I see how prayer is the most important connection to God that we actually have on this earth. It's our actual connection. And that's how we talk to him. And by knowing more of his word and having him join us on our personal journeys, we can limit the anxieties, fears, and doubts, or at least bring them down to a minimum. After all, his plans are to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us hope in a future. So can I get an amen to that? But it hasn't been until recently that God has laid it on my heart about how I'm not praying enough. He's reminding me that when an important decision or circumstances put in front of me that I need to pray about it to him. He's reminding me that I'm not praying hard enough for my husband, and I'm not praying enough for my children, and I'm not praying enough for the pandemic and for those who are affected by it, and for the fear that it's caused so many hearts, and even the tragedies that it's brought about to a lot of families 
of people in this world. And I'm not praying for our leaders and the decisions that need to be made in the next few days, next week. This is the last week in October, and this is the beginning to a holiday season, of which I absolutely love. I love Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas because I decorate and I get into that spirit. It is not a spirit that takes over the Holy Spirit. It's just a fun spirit that I was raised to enjoy. And I want to enjoy that. But I might have to enjoy that without my family. My current home-based family, no. But my long-distance family, yes. And it's heartbreaking. But we need to pray more and connect to God for those blessings that we need out of our lives. And sometimes those blessings aren't answers to our needs, but just peace in the mental storms, peace in the fear. And I've said this before, but if if you all go on social media as often as I do, and, and a lot of why I do it is so I can reach you through this podcast. And I do want to see how my friends are doing. And I do love to see the pictures of their families and their children. And I love to hear about exciting things happening. And I certainly want to, I want to walk alongside you when you lose something and love on you and pray for you. But man, it's hard because there's a lot of bitter, angry people on social media. And I've said this too. I'm very grateful for the unfollow button because I don't want to unfriend you, but I also don't want to see your negativity and your opinions that are so divided. I don't want to see that in my newsfeed. I don't need it. I'm a smart, educated woman and I already know who I'm going to vote for. Jesus is in the forefront of my pecking order of life. And I really don't need to see what you're eating for dinner. Even though it looks really good on that plate that you put on Instagram. God tells us in Ephesians 4, verse 31 through 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ. God forgave you. I mean, if it doesn't explain how God feels about what we witness each and every day, even from people with the best intentions, if you're bitter and you're expressing that on social media, that's not really in line with God. That's not the forum to share your bitterness. You should be sharing it with Him through prayer. Rage and anger, you know, that's something that I've studied a little about. I do believe a lot of where anger comes from is underlying anxiety that's not being attended to. And brawling and slander, does it really help you to fight and have to be right and accusing people of things that you may not really know the backstory And you may not really know the truth. 
And he tells us to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other like he forgave us. So friends, I need to know this. If there is a perfect pill out there, please let me know where I can get it. Possibly it's on Amazon because I'll order it and get it here in two days. Y'all, it doesn't exist. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is without sin. Nobody is without Ephesians 4 verse 31. But God forgave us anyway. And he's asking us to forgive each other. In Philippians 5 through 6, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That is a go-to prayer for me. But it's jam-packed with so much of what he wants to see from us. As people who are interested in, in him and people who feel led to disciple for him, be gentle in all things you do. And that includes how you express yourself on social media. A lot of times I've seen this where people think they're doing a favor by advocating for something. And I understand that the heart and passion of of the way people are treated, it can really build up in our hearts with true anger. But I also know that if you bring your prayer in petition to God about anything that has shattered your heart, challenged your heart, or is a constant struggle, he will show you the way and how to handle it. And that I trust in because my mantra is Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, which I am applying to the fear and the unknown of what's going on in our country, my country, the United States of America today and in this world, that I, above all, am choosing to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I am not going to lean on what I think is going to happen. I'm just going to acknowledge him in all my ways each and every day. And I trust he will set that path straight. Will you join me in this prayer? It's a beautiful one that I actually got years ago. I don't know where I got it from. I I can't take credit for writing the whole thing. I think I probably edited it a little, but I think it covers a lot of what we need to step into each and every day while we finish what has been a very challenging year. But Lord, I hope for your sake, it's been a changing year that has brought you closer to Christ. So dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for my being able to see and hear this morning. I'm blessed because you are a forgiving God and an understanding God. You have done so much for me, for us, for this world, and you keep blessing it all. Forgive me this day for everything I have done, said, or thought that was not pleasing to you. And I ask now for your forgiveness. Lord, please keep me and my family safe from all danger and harm. 
Help me to start this day with a new attitude and plenty of gratitude. Let me make the best of each and every day to clear my mind so that I can hear from you. God, please broaden my mind that I can accept all things. Let me not whine and whimper over things I have no control over. And when I am pushed beyond my limits, I know that when I can't pray, Lord, you listen to my heart. So God, continue to use me to do your will. Continue to bless me that I may be a blessing to others. Keep me strong that I may help the weak. Keep me uplifted that I may have words of encouragement for others. I pray for those that are lost and can't find their way. I pray for those that are misguided and misunderstood. I pray for those who don't know you intimately. I pray for those that don't share prayers with others. I pray for those that don't believe. But I thank you, Lord, that I believe. I believe that you change people and you change things. So God, I just pray for all my sisters and brothers, for each and every family member in their households. I pray for peace, love, and joy in their homes that they are out of debt and all their needs are met. I pray that others understand that there is no problem, circumstance, or situation greater than you, Lord. That every battle is in your hands for you to fight. I pray that your words be received into the hearts of everyone today, tomorrow, And every day they feel that anxiety because, Lord, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Nothing and no one else is. And with that, I can rest. It's in your son's beautiful name. Amen.